Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Yao Keown, and today I'm sharing a little bit different. This episode isn't focused specifically around email marketing. Instead, I'm looking at business and the entrepreneurial world and the online business world as a whole. Um, a little behind the scenes, if you will, of my thoughts on the current online entrepreneur landscape. Um, because there are so many shoulds and expectations surrounding this industry. One look at Instagram will show you that. But after six years in this space, I've discovered a few things. And most importantly, overall, what works for one person doesn't work for everyone. And I'm a very different sort of entrepreneur. Um, I'm a mum. I don't want to work too much. Yes, my kids are now in school, but I don't want to be working the whole time that they're away, I've got other stuff I want to do as well. And I don't have an interest in creating a multi-million dollar company with big teams. I just want the flexible type of business um, that I can have, like the most flexible type of business I can have, one that pays well, but not one that takes over my life. So maybe technically this doesn't make me an entrepreneur, but I don't know what else to label it. So that's what I'm using it. Um, But my hope is that from this episode, you take away some permission to think about some of the things you were doing and why you were doing them and instead forging your own way. Now, this episode is in celebration of a new live training I have coming up on Wednesdays. So that's just two days away from the time this episode drops. So hopefully um, you still have time to register. If you are feeling stuck in your service-based or course creation business and you want to get your motivation and momentum back, then this masterclass is for you. It's called Get Unstuck, Seven Simple Strategic Shifts for Busy, Bored or Burnt Out Service Providers to Finally Step Into Their Potential. We'll be exploring seven different things that you can do to stop you feeling stagnant and just make everything feel easier. From shifts across offers to time to marketing to sales, you'll uncover at least one thing that could just make that big difference for you. Um, So it sort of extends from what we're talking about in this episode today. So it's happening live on Wednesday, that's May 18th, uh, with a limited time replay for those who can't make it live. So make sure to register at yalekeown.com forward slash stuck. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. But let's get into the fun of this episode and the rules that I break. And the first rule I break is having a morning routine. And this is actually despite being a morning person. I am a morning person. My brain just seems to operate. I guess I've just been trained to be that way, especially since having kids, because my kids are early risers. Um, Shout out to anyone else who deals with that situation. Hubby is too. He is up and leaving very early in the morning. So I wake up too. And we do have a rule that the kids aren't allowed out of their rooms before 6.30, so I can get some time to myself. But I don't do miracle mornings. I don't do meditating. I don't do daily pages. I don't follow this exact schedule every single day. In fact, I look at my phone. Yep, I look at my phone first thing because my brain needs that dopamine rush, right? Just to get myself out of bed. I'm also a big coffee drinker and I'll probably have that before a lot of water. And that's just me and it suits me just fine. What's important to me though 
is having that space. So I like to think of it as my morning space. It's just time to hang out with me, my thoughts. I try not to go into a TikTok rabbit hole or anything like that, but I try to just use that space to do what I feel like on that day. And it's different every single day. Sometimes I pull out my journal and I want to write. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I listen to a podcast. Sometimes I just sit and think. Sometimes I do tapping. Sometimes I have a long shower. I just have that space where it's not mum, 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 mum. Now, that's in the morning for me because that's when it suits me. That's when we're up. I just, I believe you do need some sort of space in your days. It doesn't have to be mornings if you're not a morning routine person. But I'm a firm believer you don't have to have like this exact sequence of steps because if I tried to do that, it would not happen. And then the first time I didn't do the steps, I'd write off the whole process (laughs) in the first place. So morning routines, not for me. Having some space in the mornings works for me. Having some space any time in the day could work for you. My second rule is that I break is doing what you say you're going to do. And this, I mean, in terms of what you say to yourself you're going to do. So I often don't do the thing I was meant to do at a specific time. And this is despite loving planning. Oh, I love planning. I love figuring out when I'm going to do what and putting it into my calendar and color coding it, all of those things. But sticking to plans is not my strong point. So again, people talk about their daily routines and putting everything in a calendar so it will get done. I put it in my calendar, but it doesn't mean it will get done. I definitely prefer to work in a flow. So some days I'm inspired and I can write a ton of content or come up with the most amazing strategies. But other days I prefer my mindless tasks like admin, just getting my emails knocked out or doing a few social posts, etc. Others, there's a project on home at home that sort of demands my attention or that I prefer to procrastinate with. And that's okay. All of that is okay. So instead, to because I know this about myself, I prefer to have like a weekly container instead of focusing on every single day. So I have a weekly to-do list. And then on any given morning, I kind of go, okay, which one suits me best to do today? Also, what that means is I still I still plot out where it's going to fit in the week originally, but that's more about seeing that I've got enough space to get everything done. And that's just how I work better. And that gives me permission to focus on specific things. Yes, there are some things that are locked in for a certain time. So podcast goes out on Monday and I need to send an email out for that for a Tuesday. Sometimes I get that done in advance. Sometimes it's last minute, but I will get it done if it's locked in. And of course, client work, any coaching calls, any calls that I've got, they're booked in. I'll be, I'm obviously showing up for those. But beyond that, I allow pockets of time to work and see what from that list calls to me most on any given day, unless there's a deadline, which of course that takes priority. So I'm not great at sticking to the exact schedule and that's okay. And so permission for you to say that's okay too, as long as it gets done in the end. Rule number three that I break is batching content. So they say that batching content is the most efficient, effective way of getting things done. Maybe that's you. If that is, all power to you. But that is just not me. If I put time in my calendar to batch content, then I'm more likely to use that time for something else. See the previous rule that I broke. Instead, I'm very much a last minute type of entrepreneur 
I am great. I, in fact, probably could get awards at getting things done last minute. I have always been that way. Uni assignments were always the night before, and yet I still got great grades. You know, I cre- so I know this about myself. And this is also about knowing things for yourself. So you might find that you that stresses you out and you just cannot function. That's okay. Batch content if that's you. But if that's not you, if you are a last minute person, then take this as your permission to embrace it and hack it. So I go ahead and create deadlines just for that reason. So I create accountability around me to make sure that I get things done or I'll tell people that I will get this to you by such and such a date. And the fact that I do that means I will get it done. And yes, while I think it would be amazing to batch content, it just doesn't happen. And I also am just not a fan of it because it doesn't allow for that flexibility to change my mind or again, go with the flow of what my audience wants to hear or what I'm inspired to talk about that day. So um, definitely all of this last minute stuff is the way I operate and I'm embracing it now. I'm not guilting myself over the fact that, um, you know, I'm not have not five podcast episodes ahead. In fact, this podcast episode is being recorded a couple of days before it's due and that's okay. Rule number four, hustle. <laughs> I don't work 60-hour weeks. I don't work 40-hour weeks. I don't even work 20-hour weeks. 15 seems about my maximum. And that works out to be about three hours a day on average during the week. And that's it. Um, Beyond that, my brain switches off and the quality of my work decreases. So I don't push myself and I don't guilt myself over that I have to sit here in front of the computer that whole time. You know, I the, my whole career was like this. You know, I worked in full-time roles and you would sit there and I'd get all my work done before lunchtime because I'm great, I'm efficient and my brain works best in the morning. So I get everything done and then I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs just being there because I'm supposed to sit there. Um, and <laughs> one of the big reasons why I created my business is so that I had, you know, this, this um, you know, ability to manage my time how I wanted to manage it and work with my flows. So I'm not going to be someone who sits there, okay, I have to have to sit there for eight hours a day or the whole time my kids are in school just because... I'm meant to be working during that time. So I allow myself permission to get in and do that work and get it done fast, get it done efficiently and well. I do prioritize getting at my desk or um, at least in front of my computer every day to make sure I sit and get some things done to get into the flow so I don't get distracted for the whole day. But I don't make myself stay there, if that makes sense. And another rule that I have set myself here is that just because I'm not working, it doesn't mean I'm just lazing on the couch watching Netflix. That's for later. Instead, I try to do things that give me energy. So going for walks, doing my exercise, reading, visiting family, um, running errands. Sometimes maybe that's not energy giving, but it allows the time to do that. And any self-care appointments, different things that make my day just feel fuller and nicer, you know, I don't just sit there and go and, you know, lays on the couch um, unless I'm sick or something like that. So I don't hustle. I don't give myself guilt over hustling anymore. I just do what my brain (laughs) tells me I can do. And then I give myself permission to have that downtime as well. And I believe that makes me more creative. I believe that actually makes me more effective because I'm coming to it fresh. I am able to come up with those ideas for clients and members 
that otherwise I wouldn't get without having that space in my days. And the fifth rule that I break is no screen time before bed. In fact, um, I have a ton of screen time before bed. So once the kids are finally down, I'm done. As I as spoken to earlier, like pretty much my brain starts fading about one o'clock and definitely by three, four o'clock, it's left the building. So I can do, you know, spend time with the kids. I can, you know, um, do netball coaching once a week. We do the swimming lessons. We hang out. I do the, the house stuff. But once the kids are in bed, I'm definitely done. And I do need something to wind down with. And for me, that is my latest binge show. Or, and I've got two screens in front of me because I'm playing games on my phone as well. So any person that talks about sleep hygiene and great, getting great sleep will tell you that this is the worst thing you could do. And maybe they're right. And if you struggle with sleep, um, then definitely that's something I would look at. But I don't struggle. I'm that exhausted. And I know it's just me and it helps switch my brain off from all those other things that are going on. So that's what works for me. And that's a rule that I don't follow. And again, I don't give myself guilt over it. I just make sure that it gets turned off when it's time for bed to make sure I get enough sleep. So there's five rules that I break. So I don't have a morning routine. I don't do the thing I was meant to do a lot of the time. (laughs) I don't batch content. I don't hustle. And I have screen time before bed. So some of these rules you might follow because they serve you well. And if they do, that is awesome. Stick to it. But others you might be following just because someone said you should, or you're giving yourself, you're making yourself feel guilty that you're not doing what you're meant to do. And maybe that's the reason why you're not successful. The point is that we are all different and we don't need to fit a certain mold to be successful. You do you. And now you might be wondering, are there any rules that I do keep? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think there are a few key, really important ones. Um, and But if you think differently, that is okay too. So for me, the first rule is resilience, that I just keep going. I have days when things just aren't working. And yes, I'll have days where I'm just like, no, I need to have a mental health day. I need to have an emotional breakdown, whatever it is. But I show up the next day and I do keep on going. And I've been doing this for six years because... I don't know any different. Honestly, I'm just built to do it. So just showing up, keeping on trying. If something doesn't work, trying something different, keeping on going. The second rule I always follow is asking, how can this be easy? Or is there a better way? So I'm always, again, not thinking, how should I do things? But instead going, okay, can I do this better? How can I make this easier? A third rule is following through on commitments. So I know I said, I don't do the thing I was meant to do. But if I tell you something's going to be done by a certain time, it's extremely rare that it's not going to happen. Or um, obviously I'm showing up for all my calls, etc. So bar basically being bedridden (laughs) through illness, I am there following through on commitments. um, But I'm very careful to make sure I don't overcommit myself. And the fourth rule that I generally follow is quarterly planning. So you hear about a lot about quarterly planning in entrepreneurial circles. And I do this um, even though I might not necessarily stick to every single day across a quarter, I can stick to a plan pretty well. And to me, planning out quarterly um, in advance is that that's a perfect amount of time to have that, that make changes and see results while not feeling like you're trying to do a hundred things in a month um, that you might for monthly planning. And it's about that prioritization process. So again, it's like looking at what's that one thing, what's that most important thing that I can follow. So there are definitely some of these rules that I do follow, and I think they suit me well. But overall, hopefully you take this episode as that little permission slip to look at how you are doing things 
and think, how can I make this easier or better or feel more like me and support my personality? Because there is no one size fits all. So that's a little bit of a different episode. Um, I would love to hear from you if you enjoy this kind of chat um, every now and then. I know I kind of rambled a little bit here and there, but I just feel it's important to hear different perspectives on this sort of thing. Um, I would love to have a chat if any of this resonated with you. So please make sure to DM me over on Instagram at Yale Keown. That's Y-A-E-L-K-E-O-N. Um, and yeah, I'd love to know what you've enjoyed and if there's anything else you would like to hear from me. Also, make sure to sign up for that upcoming free and live Get Unstuck Masterclass happening on Wednesday. You can register for that at yalekeown.com forward slash stuck. If these rules have got you thinking, then definitely some of the shifts and perspectives I'm presenting in that class um, will be interesting to you. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.